Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. Hello and welcome to a very special live episode of The Big Chat. I'm Giles Pro Phillips and I'll be your host today, taking you around all the events that are going on today at Dunallan Park for the Tunbridge Wells Soapbox Stars race. And there's so much going on. I'll be talking to lots of different people. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting stuck in and listen to the races as the day progresses. And um, there's live music, we've got charities that are involved. We've got messages from sponsors and also the people involved in organising this fantastic event. Um, So, let's crack on. Obviously, today's episode, we're using lots of different recording devices, so the quality is mixed, but hopefully you can hear everything okay. This is the most wonderful day. Look at the weather, it's fantastic. So glad to be back now after all this time, after two years. Now we're going to go for it. I am going down in my pie, but I've got a new hip, so I'm going very slowly. So don't worry about it. But listen, everybody have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Once you get down there, go and get some food, okay? I'm going to. So pies, no, get pies. No, get pies, get pies. And with no further ado, I now pronounce this soapbox race So yeah, here we are at uh, the TW Soapbox Race, that's Tunbridge Wells Soapbox Race. Uh, we were just hearing some sounds there of um, talents who are fantastic organisation in Tunbridge Wells doing theatre school and various different music and theatre work, it's fantastic. And I'm, so yeah, my name's Charles Bay Phillips, I do podcasts, um, head of podcast for Chatty Hatter and I'm doing lots of work today at um, at the Soapbox Race, I'm going to be talking to some people about how we can overhear there, there's Tom Swift testing out the mics, so we'll have a quick listen to Tom. Yeah, that's trying to brag food. That's great. Um, so yeah, we're just, I'm just doing a little tour of the track. So 
it's a downhill track it's, and I know that the carts can get up to some quite fast speeds around sort of 20 30 miles an hour and uh, it's a fantastic thing I'm gonna just go through this gate here so that I can walk the track properly but yeah so there's hay bales either side so it's a bit windy here so you can hear me okay but yeah we're just wandering down the track all the uh, teams there's about 25 teams narrow and then hear. it widens out and yeah, I, I think that you're going to have to have a cool, cool steersman what do we call the, uh, the people steering them so yeah, it's picturesque here uh, in Dunnorland Park. It's a big lake um, at the bottom of the hill where um, the carts will come down. And uh, I can imagine it's probably quite picturesque as you're coming down, although you probably won't be um, <laughs> noticing the picturesque views as you're hurtling down a track at 20, 30 miles an hour um, in a, in a go-kart. But yeah, it's a beautiful surroundings here. It's an ideal place to have to um, host um, such an event yeah so just wandering down to the bottom and seeing the lake and it's just really beautiful um, yeah just people are starting to come in now and it's um, getting busy and um, great to see this uh, I'm getting interrupted again by the <laughs> the Tumbridge World Cycle Race this is the third one um, that uh, Chatty Hatter has put on um, it's been organized by Nicole Pistano and her team so yeah this is the third uh, soapbox race being held at Dunoran Park and this year uh, there are three charities being supported um, Nourish which is a community food bank, Hospice in the Weald and also Pickering Cancer Centre so these three amazing charities are being supported today and it's just yeah, really lovely to see the community coming together to support these amazing charities and obviously enjoy a gloriously sunny day here in Dunnoran Park in Tunbridge Wells. So with that in mind, let's find out a bit more about what those charities do and how they got involved in the soapbox race. Okay, I'm Fiona Biggs. I'm part of the fundraising team for Hospice in the Wheeled. Um, so the Hospice in the Wheeled obviously is providing a vital service to, to people in the Kent and East Sussex area with life-limiting conditions and supporting their families and those important to them. So it's been amazing to be involved and be involved in, in invited to come along to this today you know with these other charities as well that were very you know very well established in the area and uh, just see everybody involved and having such a great time we've, we've had a cart go down the guys have had a you know they've had great fun making the cart dressing up as nurses it's just been a really good event everybody's really just great vibe really good vibe and uh, you know there's uh, we've been i've got an amazing team of volunteers here today who've been doing everything from Shaking tins, we're, we're actually not supposed to shake tins, are we? But, you know, sort of collecting cash. We've had them, we're up there, they're doing poor stewarding, they're doing parking, you know, everybody's rolling their sleeves up and getting involved for just an amazing course. And it's just great to be part of it. Yeah, and what kind of impact does um, an event like this have for you guys? I mean, it's, it's raising awareness for what you do, but do you, is it an opportunity to, to get new volunteers and obviously the fundraising aspect well, of it as well? I've actually gathered new volunteers just for today because I was trying to, you know, we, we've got another event running in Seven Oaks today. Right. So the rest of the team are in Seven Oaks now with the majority of our usual volunteers. 
So I've had to go out, Mary is an example of somebody that just came to me via another channel. So I've, I've got new volunteers from today's event. So people have seen the signs and the advertising. It's right in the heart of Tunbridge Wells. You know, and it's such a great thing to just witness and be part of. And as a volunteer, you know, you can hear you're, you're helping doing something, giving something back, but also getting involved and, and just seeing part of this. So, yeah, and, and it's great for us as a hospice, you know, to have a presence on a, on a thing like today where so many people are here, such a huge footfall. And so many, there's not one person here that won't have had some impact or know somebody that's not had an interaction with the hospice. So, you know, it's a, we're very proud to sort of be here representing the hospice. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if people want to learn a bit more about the hospice, how can they get in touch with you and find out more yeah, about well, you? Yeah, we've, well, we've got our website, obviously. Um, you know, we've, we've, we do mailing lists. We have the newsletters that come out. Um, yeah, there's loads of events that go on. We've got sort of advertising around around town. But I think basically the website is probably the first port of call to sort of find any information. If you want to do any fundraising events yourself, you know, there's loads of information and tips on there. We can send out fundraising packs, you know, anything from a cake sale to getting involved with the hospice run. You know, there's anything you want to do. You know, there's I was speaking to a family earlier that I know, and the children have just been making little things in their street and selling them door to door. Oh, amazing. And yeah. they, they've raised some money and they're going to pop it through my door tomorrow for me. So it's in eight no, no matter how big, how small, every little penny helps and it all goes to an amazing cause. Um, and you mentioned you've had a cart in the race. Yes. Yeah, tell me about your cart quickly. Okay, um, well, they didn't do as well as they'd probably have liked to, <laughs> but the cart was um, a hospice bed and the four guys were dressed as nurses, so they got nice. quite, a few, uh, quite a few chuckles as they came hurtling down. I saw them at the start and they, they looked great at the, you know, until they got to the first bend. Um, and then after that, I think it all went a little bit wrong. <laughs> um, but they're, they're quite happy now. They've not made the final 10, they think. So they're having a couple of um, light refreshments, so we say. <laughs> well, fantastic. It's lovely to talk to you. And thank you for spending some time with me. No today. I'm Marianne McDonald. I'm a volunteer with Nourish Community Food Bank. And we're um, a food bank based in Tunbridge Wells for the whole borough. And we also cover South Tunbridge. And we provide emergency three-day support three-day supply of food for people who have been referred by organisations such as social services, um, citizens advice, the council etc who have really just need a little bit of a helping hand and we really couldn't do it without the support of our community. Everything that we have is donated by the kindness of others and we are able to help people who are just having a little bit of a tough time just now. Yeah and have you found that there has been a, um, an uplift in, in, in numbers coming through the food bank in recent months. Obviously the past couple of years have been difficult for everyone and certainly with Covid we moved from just being, um, we used to provide a service three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The moment Covid happened we moved to five days a week. We haven't changed. Right. It's still a five day a week operation for us. Um, things like fuel poverty at the moment, that's obviously started to have a real impact. You know, for example, we have people who, you know, they are just not able to even use their own cooking facilities because it's costing too much money for them. And that changes the nature of what we're able to give in our bags as well. We have to really think about what we give to allow somebody to be able to eat when they're maybe not able to heat that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think also there's obviously been issues with regards to food distribution from, from obviously what the conflicts in the Ukraine as well I think that's certain to have an impact. Yes, absolutely I mean everybody's feeling squeezed I yeah. mean we have to be completely honest about that um, also people are shopping differently so with Covid obviously there was a limit to what people could buy at any given time so our donations really dropped and that was obvious but a lot of people have carried on doing their 
food orders online. So that prompt that they would maybe have in the supermarkets, maybe give to a food bank, they miss that. So actually our donations are still low compared to what they were three years ago. We are not getting any enough food donations for the number of people we are having to support. Now that's the harsh reality. Yeah, and is that what you're predominantly trying to get at the moment, is more food donations as we, well as obviously We some really, really do need food donations. Obviously income is great because that means we can, we can buy food to help fill our shelves. But if you are a company or you're a, you know, a business or a school or a church, if you could take one of our donation stations and do regular deliveries and collections for us, that would be amazing right now. Yeah. So how can people get in contact with you and how can people logistically help you, like in a practical form? Um, everybody can, there's so many ways to help. You can donate food. You can donate money. We have a text. We can sign up to do, you know, for just like five pounds a month. You can donate a meal a month for somebody in need. Um, you can make bigger donations if you want. You can do larger food collections. But actually some of the things, it sounds really, really simple, but just telling people that we exist. Because a lot of people have a perception that Tunbridge Wells is not the sort of place really where there would be a food bank. Well, actually one in six children, no, one in five children in our community live in poverty. Yeah, and no. one of the single biggest reasons for referral post-COVID has been domestic abuse. And that cuts across all demographics and all sectors of society. What has been a shock with COVID was actually realising just how many people were that close to kind of falling through the cracks. Yeah. And yeah. it could happen to any one of us at any time. I'm not saying that you know we need to be here to kind of future proof it just in case you need it, but actually that's quite a big incentive. Yeah, for some absolutely. People. Like you say, those sort of things, um, particularly like domestic abuse, doesn't discriminate on whether you're rich or poor. So yeah, those things are important. Obviously, we're here at the Tunbridge Wells Soapbox race. Um, do you know how you got involved with this, and and what is it? You know, and how is? Um, we have been so. We've, we are just the whole thing about Nourish is we have been supported by so much kindness from the community and kindness from the business community and kindness from individuals and Chatty Hatter got us involved with this and they have been really staunch advocates and cheerleaders for us um, and that's amazing for us because that high profile and the fact that they're wanting to do so much for the community in such a wide range I mean, to be honest just the fact that we're out here doing something as a community after the past couple of years is a phenomenal gift to the community but then to do it also for charities as well it's really meaningful. It really sort of makes you feel that you are part of something. This is not just about mothers, this is about all of us as individuals and as a society and as a community together. So it's really lovely that Chatter Hatter has made that happen for all of us. Yeah, it's fantastic and it's great that people are able to find out a bit more about what you're doing and, and you know, be able to support you going forward. Yeah. And there's so many great charities who are also here, so if you don't want to donate to Norwich, that's completely fine. But there's Hospice in the Wheel, there's Tailor Made Dreams, there's all of those other charities that might actually give you that warm glow of giving. My name is Polly, Polly Taylor from Pickering Cancer Drop-In Centre, um, which I co-founded 20 years ago. It's our 20th year this year, but 18 years of um, running the centre. Uh, we're all volunteers, totally self-funding, and we offer non-medical advice. It's all for the emotional and mental side of cancer. Um, I call it the emotional tumour, and if that isn't looked after, then you don't heal with the malignant tumours that you have. Um, we started off as a, a very small um, seed that we planted, and 
uh, it has grown and branched out. We cover a very vast area. No geographical cut-off points because our charity is so unique in the support that it gives. Um, we provide therapies, counselling, all volunteers. Um, we also uh, have a holiday home where we can send our families to. And during the past few years, and especially with COVID, the charity's um, work has tripled. We have an awful lot of youngsters now with quite aggressive cancers and rare cancers. Um, and the support that we give is so valuable because the uh, hospitals and the medical teams are inundated now. And unfortunately, they do not have the time to listen and give the support that is so important to people that are going through the fear and trauma of the disease that it is and also through the aggressive treatments that they go through. Um, and that's where Pickering comes in, um, giving them the support that they so need with love and hugs, which is very much part of our charity. We all work from the heart. Um, and believe me, a hug and knowing that somebody's giving you time, which is so valuable when you're going through something so frightening. And in the 18 years, we've managed to buy our own premises and we've just purchased a holiday home at Pevensey um, for all of our people, which is so important because some of them are too poorly to go too far away, but we can send them down to Pevensey to our beautiful holiday home. And I have to say, because we have no wages, hundreds of thousands, which a lot of charities have to fund people's wages, we don't. So we're able to purchase our own building and purchase our own holiday home. And because we're a small charity and totally self-funding, we have to keep our money coming in so that I have um, a five-year survival mm -hmm. thing for the charity in case of anything. So all the money raised, and like from today, with the support of COCO and this event, which is so important to us, not just about the money, but about the networking, because people are still saying, oh, if only we knew you were there. So the networking side for Pickering is as valuable as the funds. Well, I was going to say, actually, given that you said that your work has exacerbated over the last few years, has it been difficult getting more volunteers and people in? Yes, it has. We've we lost quite a few of our therapists because of COVID, because obviously they weren't able to work. So although we've lost them, we haven't lost them completely, they have to rebuild their, their businesses up and then um, they will be coming back to us. And also with the volunteers as well, um, because we are so busy, we do need, um, because you, the, the volunteers maybe do one day a week, one day a fortnight or um, like that. So we do have to keep um, a, a certain amount of volunteers going. We're always looking out for volunteers and for more therapists, um, you know, reflexologists, Reiki. Um, so 
if anybody's out there and they would like to volunteer their services, we would love to hear from you because we are so busy now and the treatments are so, so needed. Um, and because it's all free too, um, it means that absolutely everybody has access to being spoiled. Um, so yeah, and I can't thank um, Coco, Chucky Hat for this event and for choosing our charity. It's meant an awful lot to, to us. And hopefully today the Derrim Red Devils will come somewhere in the race. I'm going to be leading the school children at quarter to two at the ripe old age of 77. If it's the last thing I do, I'll die happy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a bit about your cart then. Do you know much about your cart? I do. My cart is um, has been turned into a uh, red aeroplane. Okay. Um, hence the Daring Red Devils because our uniform that I've kitted us all out is red because I love red. It radiates energy and happiness, I think. Um, so all of us are dressed in our red um, pickering zippies and hats and uh, hence the Daring Red Devils. So we have a Sticky Monkey built the aeroplane for us and it's a, we've got two actually. So no, it's amazing. So look out for the Daring Red Devils. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see you down there. Um, just for anyone listening, how can people get in touch with you if they want to volunteer or be involved or, or support you financially or anything like that? Um, if they would like to look us up on the website or um, we are here in the field and please come and find us with our leaflets and our cards and we can talk to you um, about But If you would love to volunteer, please look on our website and then you can contact us that way. Um, and please, please do that if you feel you can give a little bit of time to helping somebody smile again, which is what Pickering's all about. Thank you so much, Polly. It's been a great pleasure to talk to you and fantastic work that you're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. I'm now getting out of breath because I'm going back up the hill. I think races are going to start very soon, so it'll be good to see who's up first. I've seen some amazing cards. Um, one was... Luke Skywalker's speeder from uh, A New Hope, which was fantastic. I think that was my favourite one. I've not seen one of those before, and often in the first two years you sort of, sort of see similar similar chassis being made, and uh, there's lots of DeLoreans, but I don't see any DeLoreans this year, so that's interesting. It's been a bit of a change. Um, obviously lots of Star Wars stuff going on, so that's really uh, exciting. Um, so yeah. And of course, um, first to go down the track is our amazing ambassador, Rosemary Schrager, and Tom Swift, our race commentator, who were the first to go down the track on a, uh, in a pie of all things. My main priority, keeping you safe. TV's Rosemary Schrager, beloved by everyone. I will not hurt you, Rosemary. I love you. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> Don't swear, yeah? No, don't swear. So, basically, we are going over. What I'd like everybody to do is come in, move the haystacks so we can go round the run, go around the run, so we'll do that, and we'll 
He'll probably take about half an hour to get around, okay? I'm giving you permission. What's Are you nearly ready to go? Am I nearly ready? Alright Ed, uh, this is it then. I'm going to go down the track, testing out the track. We pros with Schrager, wish me luck. Uh, Dunallan, wish me luck you too. Me to push, I think, I'll push. 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 exciting things that has been different this year is been the involvement of some of the local schools who have created their own soapboxes from scratch and um, there's five schools entered all together it's going to be really exciting to see them hurtling down the track seeing all the amazing carts that they've made we've got a lump of cheese we've got one inspired by my neighbor Totoro the Studio Ghibli movie lots of other great carts um, I can't wait to see them on the track and uh, be good to listen in to when Tom's talking to those teams on the start line. Brian and who's over there? Harry, lovely to see you, Harry. Another Harry trying to grow a beard there. Look at that. Hello, what's your name? Davey boy and Tristan. Tristan as well. Give him a push. Remember, boys, you've got to keep going down the track, all right? Yeah. All right, keep running after him because if you do have a little crash, you need to get back and give him a good push, all right? Remember, that corner is a bit hairy, all right? Make sure you uh, go straight for it. A nice right turn and hopefully you'll get through with a good score. The cart is light, Ed. The cart is light. It's going to be a good one, this one. I think we're going to go quite fast. They're up for it, they're up for it the boys. He's done, all, he's done all and up for it. That's what I want to know. Are you up for it come on, Ed? All right, then. We're going to get Simon to go down there so we can get another, another little clip of them racing down the start line. All right, are we ready, Dunalden? Yeah. We've got green flags, so we're ready to go, go, go. Are we ready? Everyone count down from three. As loud as you can. Come on, here we go. Three, two, one. And they're off. So I'm just heading down to the finish line right now because obviously a crucial part of the soapbox race is keeping good time. And uh, so I'm going to head down there and speak to Rachel, part of the Chatting Hat team, who has got the, the crucial job of doing timings. Thank you. So I'm with Rachel from Chatting Hat. So she's doing the official timings. How's, how's it going? It's going really well. It's just started off stressful, but it's, it's going. It's good. It's <laughs> getting into the swing of things now. It's stressful. What's stressful about it? Because I don't want to get anyone's time wrong. No. Uh, there's quite a lot of pressure on you. Um, so how does it work? You are you watching the screen, or are you getting you're getting fed information from the other stop clock? Yes. So Suzanne is at the top. She goes start. I press start. Then when they go through the finish gate, I press stop, and I say to Suzanne, finish. Okay, that sounds pretty foolproof. But you've had issues already, haven't you? Your, your stop clock wasn't working. Yes, my uh, stop clock started going double time, which wasn't great. <laughs> So now I'm on my phone. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. That's why we, that's why we have phones and technology now. Anyway, I hope you're having a good day. And thank you for doing the, uh, the clock stop watching. Thank you, Giles. You're I welcome. hope you're having a good day. Yeah, I am. Thank good. You. So it's not just been about the racing today. We've had loads of other stuff going on. Lots of really amazing refreshments and food. There's been a climb wall for the kids. There's been Hugh Whitaker at Humor Art doing some graffiti. 
but also there's been some amazing live music from Local and Live. Paul Dunton of Local and Live has brought down a couple of great acts. We've been entertaining the crowds here and it's been really lovely to listen to. So let's have a listen in now. down to the VIP tent. We have a VIP tent here at the Tumbridge Wells Soap Fox Race um, as there's going to be a very special presentation to our amazing ambassador Rosemary Schrager and the wonderful Polly Taylor at um, the Pickering Cancer Centre who is going to be given a very special presentation by the MD and the, the, the brains of the operations for this event today, the wonderful Nicole Pierce Tanner. Hello everybody. I mean this woman here, Rosemary Schrager, has been from me from the very beginning. She has been with me from the very start of all of it. And I tell you what, to have someone who quite frankly is as brilliant as her, that just picks up the phone to me at any time, answers all my messages, speaks to me as a friend and is now a friend. I am. I'm very blessed and she's our ambassador, but not only that, she's goes down in the car and she's just an amazing woman <laughs> so I wanted to thank her personally and then I have this other wonderful woman they're basically my fairy god angel mothers these two <laughs> Polly and, and Rosemary's energy really reminds me of the same kind of energy because Polly has looked after me when I've been really quite stressed about this event she's always been there for me she's there for everybody she's there for everyone through Pickery all her volunteers she supports all her team she supports all the people that suffer from cancer, that deal with cancer, and they're all volunteers and they need support. And she honestly is going to make me cry. She just, I, I wish that if, when my dad was alive, which is why I did this event, that Polly had been in my life then, but she's been in my life now, and I think that's what makes today so special. So, that's the emotional bit over and done. <laughs> These beautiful ladies next to me, as well as some other fantastic people, also this amazing woman, Daniela, she was fantastic, the female lead, is that right? A strong female lead. I reached out to her and said, can you help me with some goodie bags? And Helen from Star Consulting She's has been, been amazing. amazing. She has joined my team for the Soapbox and been phenomenal and helped get these VIP bags ready together and donations.
Well, so I'm finally back home. What a great day it was um, at Dunallum. Brilliant time. Such huge crowds. The weather was perfect. We couldn't have asked for better. Big thanks to everyone who came out on the day. The results are in. So the winners of the adult race was Day's Garage, which is in Edenbridge. And the, the kids' race, it was Judd. Big congratulations to both those teams. Lots of hard work were put in by all the teams on the carts. Fantastic um, efforts all round and amazing, amazing day. And uh, so glad that everybody was having such a great time. I'm going to leave the final words to Nicole, who wants to thank the whole team. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you again on the big chat soon. Hey, everyone. I hope you had a good day today. You wouldn't believe the angels that have come into my life over this event and helped me. Thank you. Um, and I just wanted to also say that I hope everyone had a great time. Um, I've had so many beautiful messages. Thank you to everyone that's messaged me and my team. It means so much to us to know that all this effort that we've put in um, has given you so much pleasure and joy. And also... Um, I just wanted to say that the one thing I didn't announce today was the money most raised and we will work that out and we will be announcing that because we don't know how much we've raised yet. But I tell you what, you guys absolutely smashed it. Um, I didn't smash up any faces, which is a first, isn't it? So thank you so much. Um, just thank you so much, everybody. It was such a lovely day. I'm sorry if I shouted at anyone in my buggy when I was trying to get them out of the way and not hurt any children. But um, all the people involved, um, all of my team and all just all of you, charities, community, friends, family, everyone, just thank you. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I just want to just dedicate this to my dad and my best friend, Robert who were definitely watching down on me today and just sending love to all of you who've experienced what I've experienced, losing people that you love and all of these people that help us through it. That's what this is all about. It's about community and love.